What's happening team? Welcome to the Type 1 Movement Podcast where I'm going to be sharing with you my tips, tricks and stories to help you lead the healthiest life possible as a Type 1 diabetic. I'm your host, Type 1 Tom. Just a quick disclaimer, any advice that I give will not overpower your medical professional, so please consult with them first if you're thinking of making any changes. Welcome to this episode of the Tattle Movement Podcast. So, in this episode, I'm going to chat about something pretty crazy that I did uh, last Sunday, we're now on Wednesday on the time of recording this, that I did as a 2.6 challenge, my 2.6 challenge, to help raise money for JDRF and Diabetes UK. So for those who um, don't know, the 2.6 is like 26 and it was from the London Marathon and because all the because obviously we're still on lockdown at the moment currently... Um, and all the charities are unable to do their normal fundraisers and things like the London Marathon. So they decided that we, everyone could do like a 2.6 challenge and pick a charity that they wanted to donate for. Yeah. So um, you could do, do whatever you wanted to, but m- most people were doing something related to 26 or 2.6 or something like that, obviously. Right. Um, so I decided what I was going to do and I decided I was going to do it for two charities, JDRF UK and Diabetes UK. Obviously, being a type one, uh, these are big charities in the diabetic community. And I just thought, you know what? Why the hell not do something and raise raise money for these two causes? Um, and it was a, a major, a mega sort of turnout. And I really enjoyed it. Um, and I'm going to go into, basically on this podcast, what I did, why I did it, how I found it, and how I managed my glucose levels around it. Because it was around seven hours worth of exercise. Six hours, 49 minutes to be exact. So... What I chose to do, and this come up with me and my girlfriend were laying in bed halfway through last week. And I seen it on either JDRF, Instagram, or Diabetes UK. And I was like, oh, it was a bit of an ad as well that I seen on Facebook, seen it on both. And I was like, oh, look at this. There's like a, a challenge that some type ones are doing, 2.6. So I looked into what it was for. And like I said, just explained it's for the cause for charities who've been locked down, not being able to do the normal fundraisers. <clears throat> and I was like, right, <clears throat> what could I do? And I've recently gotten into biking, recently bought a, a, a bike and I was like, cool, let's do 26 miles on the bike. And my girlfriend goes, no, because everyone knows that you exercise and that's probably going to be pretty easy for you. It's not really a major challenge, right? So I was like, well, <clears throat> maybe I do 26 miles, but every 26 minutes I get off and I do 26 burpees. She was like, right, but you may only do that three times or something. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, woman, right, what? And she went, maybe 26 rounds or something. And I was like, hmm. So obviously I wanted to put cycling in it. And I thought, I just got a new rope as well, a, a skipping rope. So I was like, well, let's get some double unders in it. And obviously I came up with the idea of burpees when I was thinking of doing the 26 miles. So we came up with the idea of me doing 26 rounds of a 2.6 mile bike ride, 26 double unders and 26 burpees. So that's 67.6 miles in total, 676 double unders and 676 burpees. What the fuck? What the fuck? Like, (laughs) I don't know why I thought it was a very good idea. I was like, yes, let's do it. But I'm a sucker for a challenge. So I was like, you know what? We're going to go with that. So I didn't do any sort of preparation for it. I always train and stuff pretty much every day. Um, I'm used to obviously now riding a bike. 
I can do double unders, I can do burpees. So I was like, right, <clears throat> we, we tried to estimate how long it was going to take. And I was like, cool, well, let's say the bike ride takes around 15 minutes. Let's say the double unders takes a minute to two minutes if I start to get fatigued. And let's say the burpees maybe take three minutes, three to four minutes. And we was looking at, my maths is a bit shocking, but we was looking at over like 25 minute rounds or something. We was like, shit, like this is probably going to take me 10 hours or something like that. Fuck. So I was preparing for 10 hours of exercise. Now, we come up with this challenge and with all this in mind, what about managing my blood glucose levels? Because obviously I'm a type 1. It's something we've got to take into consideration. Now, I never normally bat an eyelid going into an exercise session at managing my glucose levels because it's become that automatic and that habitual for me now that I've got my little, like I like to call it, pre-workout flowchart in my head of I know what exercise I'm going to do. Um, I wait two to three hours, like the two to three hour rule after my last bolus, so I know I've got no insulin acting on board. Um, test my blood glucose and go into the exercise session, knowing whether I'm going to drop. If it's aerobic, I'm going to stay the same or I'm going to rise, depending on what it is, yeah, for me personally. Something that I use with all my clients. So I never normally bat an eyelid when I go into an exercise session, providing I've ticked those boxes of waiting after my last bolus. But with this, we predicted 10 hours. How the fuck... Was I going to <laughs> know or even predict what was going to happen with my blood glucose levels, right? Like, there was literally no way. I'd never exercised for this long before. I'd never exercised for this long before. So I hadn't got a clue about what was going to happen. I really didn't know. So anyway, it come to Sunday and I woke up and my bloods, uh, my waking blood glucose was... Um, around 10 moles, which is like 180 milligrams per deciliter. Slightly on the higher end, but you th I thought, you know what, I'm going to have a coffee. I'm not going to eat because I never normally eat in the morning anyway. I was like, I'm going to have a coffee, but I'm going to put a couple of units in. Don't ask me why I chose to put two units in. I could have probably had the coffee and not, but I knew that the, the caffeine and the milk and the coffee would spike me. And I didn't want to go into this workout being like, I don't know, 16 moles around 280 milligram per deciliters yeah i work in moles here in the uk but i'm just converting it for the, those that watch this or listen to this to milligram per deciliters so i was like i want to put a couple of units in um because i know i'm on the higher end and i don't i don't want to go into this this workout and end up having um having a hyper and feeling like crap yeah feeling like crap and not being able to sort of get into the challenge because obviously there was there was two things going through my mind one was i don't want to low because i don't want the energy to be zapped and me have to keep stopping and the other was um i don't want to go high because i'm going to feel like shit i get muscular cramps uh, i get dry mouth and i really don't like it um and, and you'll know if you're a type one and you're watching or listening to this um that it's really really not um a good place to be in when you when you're trying to exercise especially when something's so unpredictable for this long to go low or to go high yeah so it come to the morning of and i woke up there and had a coffee put a couple of units in i was up for a couple of hours to get myself together and then i was like right let's do it so got everything sorted started out on the bike i still need to piece the video together so i will be putting the video together of how i actually found it yeah so got on the bike did the first 2.6 miles, I had to guesstimate like, well, we got the distance on my Garmin and the first ride I was using that pretty much all the way through, but that told me I, I, I rode uh, 1.3 miles, turned, come back around, 
that was going to be my track for it. Got back, took me about 10 minutes. So a little bit less than predicted. Cool, took me 10 minutes. Double unders. Um, I started doing like 16 and then a 10. Later on in the rounds, I just went from unbroken. And then the burpees, I did a 6, rested 10 to 15 seconds. 10, rested 10 to 15 seconds. 10. The first round took me about 13 minutes. And I was like, you know what? I reckon that I'm going to end up getting this done in under 10 hours. So I set myself a little goal for that. I didn't know um, how how long I was going to set myself, but I was like, I reckon I can get it done in under 10 hours. So I did three rounds and I scanned my Libra, pricked my finger. I had an arrow going like diagonally down on my Libra. I was like at 6.7 or something. And an arrow going diagonally down, pricked my finger. It was roundabouts where it was pretty accurate because they always say prick your finger around exercise because the blood's moving that fast, especially for a CGM or a Libra. And I was like, right, I know I'm going to drop down. <clears throat> I'm three rounds in. And I had three jelly babies. I had three jelly babies just to keep me up. And then I think I did another two or three rounds. I stopped, I tested. I was at like five moles, like 4.95. And I had a bit of a break for like 10 to 15 minutes. That was my first break. I stayed around that until I got back into the next rounds. And I also had like an isotonic sort of gel as well there's like 20 grams of carbs in it but like it's all sweeteners no sugars really but just to try and um stop any muscular cramps and just try to keep my blood glucose levels up a little bit because it's still carbs it's still going to affect it right um and i was drinking a shit ton of water after every round i was drinking water so still i had no actual food on board and i think we're coming to like <clears throat> um 12 rounds down like 12 to 13 14 rounds down i think um, and I ended up checking again and I was around four, which is at the lower end, right? I was around four and I was like, right, I'm dicing it a little bit here because I don't want to have a hypo and have to stop and feel like shit. Energy still felt good. I felt hydrated. Um, everything felt there. It, like it was becoming a mental battle at this point, but I knew that. I knew that that would happen anyway. So I was like, right, so I had a banana um, and some of these, my girlfriends, like our housemate, bought out these um, like little sesame seed crackers. So there was about nine grams of carbs, about nine grams of fat, a little bit of protein. So I had the banana, which obviously bump it up a little bit, my blood glucose. But I had these sort of high fat snack crispy cracker sort of things um, to slowly release a few carbs as well. That sort of makes sense. So I think I was 21 rounds down, 21 rounds down at about... I think it must have been four and a half hours or, or, or five hours. Or, yeah, I want to say about yeah five hours, something like that. And I had six rounds to go. Um, sorry, I had, I had five rounds to go. 21 rounds down, five rounds to go. And while wow, like, I hit it then, like not in terms of blood glucose, that stayed stable. I was sharing that on my Instagram story. I stayed between 3.9 to 6. And I think I finished on like about six, six moles. <clears throat> which is in range, bang in the middle of my sort of range. But with these five rounds left, after I had that bit of a break, I got back on the bike to go out on the ride. And I was like, fuck man, like I'm feeling it now. Like my quads and my hip flexors were starting to ache. My upper back from being lent over on the bike. And I had to dig in deep on that first round back in. So I did the ride, I got back, did the double unders unbroken, no problem. Got onto the burpees and I started getting tricep cramps. Just from the sheer lowering down and pushing up from the burpees. Started to get cramp in my triceps. <clears throat> um, 
And I was like, oh, fucking hell. Can't be honest with this. So I carried on drinking like loads of water. I think um, I had another like little isotonic gel thing to make sure my blood glucose was staying stable. Still no proper meal, no food on point. Like I had no food on point on board at this point even. Like nothing. Um, so I think it was three rounds to go. I had three rounds to go. Um, and it was definitely a mental battle. Then I was like, you know what? Three rounds to go with this. I've done so much. We was hours and hours in by now, like just these last three rounds. So got the third round on, got back, got that done, got on the, got on the bike onto round number two. Uh, well, two to go, got out steady pace through that. The bike was like a recovery ride because the, the, I was trying that I was getting the un, double unders unbroken getting onto the burpees and just doing a six, like I said, 10 to 15 seconds break, 10, 10 to 15 seconds break. So I was shooting my heart rate up, but I was trying to keep it stable. So if you watch my Instagram stories from that, you won't be able to see them now, but for anyone that did, um, when I was speaking, my heart rate was up, but I wasn't absolutely blowing because if that was the case, I would have done too much. I wouldn't have completed the workout. If I spiked my heart rate too much, I wouldn't have completed the workout. So the burpees were spiking me a little bit, but I was using that ride, that bike ride as a recovery sort of thing. But upon doing that, that was lowering my bloods. And then I think the double unders and burpees were spiking it a little bit. Yeah. So if that's making sense, like the bike was lowering me, double unders and burpees were spiking me a little bit. And amongst a few snacks, like a couple of bananas, some jelly babies, some isotonic gels, I managed to stay stable. I managed to stay stable, which I was really, really happy with. Really happy that I managed to stay stable. So anyway, yeah. We get to the second round on. I said to my girlfriend and our housemate, right, I want to do a live on Instagram and I want to do a live on Facebook um, for the final round. So, bless my girlfriend, she jumped on live and uh, started chatting to everyone. You'll know if you watched it <laughs> on Instagram and Facebook. Chatting to everyone while I was out on this ride, which took about 10, 11 minutes then. Um, and then when I got back in, straight onto the rope. Double unders done, and then I just got my head down and I powered through. Um, I powered through the the burpees, um, and just just went hell for leather. Like I wanted to move as fast as possible. It felt fast, but I just felt like I had no more gears to go up into, if that makes sense. And then we finished. We're still alive. Finished in six hours forty nine minutes. Blood glucose was mega, like all the way through. There's a few times it tried to drop, but I caught it in time, picked it up. It didn't go high, um, so I stayed in my range on that, and I was just absolutely buzzing that that went so well. Um, and also, yeah, it was a it was a mental battle towards the end, but it was a mega experience. And the main thing is as well, one of the main things that we raised, people are still donating now, so you can, if you're on Instagram, hit the link in my bio to donate to either JDRF or Diabetes UK. The link's still there. I'm going to stick the links in this podcast on the show notes as well. Also, you guys on Facebook can grab that. Um, but I've raised um, just over £400 across both the charities, uh, which I'm super happy with. Thank you to everyone who supported me, everyone who donated. Uh, my girlfriend, Hayley, and our housemate, Agnes, who sat outside pretty much all day, um, bringing me snacks and stuff like that as well to keep my blood sugar like on board and helping me scan and test and stuff. Really do appreciate them. Uh, Mum and dad for sending me nice um, little uh, little power-up sort of videos through the way, doing stupid dances and supporting me. That was mega. There's one thing I want to add in, though, that I did miss off the story, sorry. Um, I got about six or seven rounds in, 
and my I use an insulin pump, my pump cannula started to come out from the whole from the sweat, which never normally happens. But mind you, I've never exercised for that long before. <clears throat> it's normally pretty cool. I use an Acuchecker Vivo combo. Normally pretty sticky, pretty cool. But it started to come out. So I ended up taking it out um, and going getting a new cannula and changing that a couple of rounds after that, I changed it. So I put a new cannula in, but then two rounds in, that fucker started to come out as well. So that come out and I actually spent two and a half to three hours during the back end of the, of the challenge with no pump on. So for those who know, um, that would have meant that two hours later, I would have had no basal insulin going in. So two hours later, I would have had no insulin on board at all. But after the challenge, I still stayed around six more. So I still stayed in my target range for the sheer amount of exercise that I'd done. My body was utilizing carbohydrates and the glucose. It wasn't too much there, obviously, because I've burnt for a lot of it. But it was using that effectively with no insulin really on board. Not something that I'd advise... But I do know for me now, if I ever do anything like that again, chances are I'm going to have to drop my basal rate right the way down because I did it halfway through with no pump attached, yeah? Wasn't ideal, but it worked out well. <clears throat> it worked out well. So I learned something from that as well, um, which is pretty crazy. So I learned something from that. But yeah, all in all, I, I want to say I enjoyed it. It was one of the, but it's probably the craziest thing that I've done. Um... It was so unpredictable to know what happened with blood glucose levels, but I think with the experience that I've got, um, even with the experience that I've got, it was hard to predict. It was hard to predict because I'd never done it before, but I'm happy that they stay stable. Happy I got through it. I've literally got no time to compare it to because I've never done it before. I don't think anyone else has ever done it. I'd like to know if anyone has. If you've ever done that, tell me. If you if you want to give it a go, tell me. We'll compare times. Um, but all in all, happy with it. Felt like I achieved something. But more so happy with um, the donations and the support and stuff like that and the, the awareness that we raised as well. So thanks to everyone who supported and donated. Really do appreciate that. Um, also as well, like I say, you can still be able to donate now and stick the link to the donations page in the show notes on this podcast episode. And also it's still in my bio on Instagram. Um, and you guys on Facebook, you can find that on my personal profile as well. So absolutely mega really really did enjoy doing it to be honest with you really did enjoy doing it not saying i'm going to do it again in a rush probably do the original of a 26 mile bike ride um, but not sure i'd go for that again but yeah for a good cause first time i've ever done anything like that to raise money for for diabetes and stuff so yeah really enjoyed it all in all so hopefully this wasn't really an educational sort of episode this was more just sharing my experience on how i found the challenge how I managed my blood glucose levels around it. You know, I kept an eye on it, uh, went off feel and, and gathering the data from my Libra, my finger pricks and stuff, and just a little snacks because I didn't want to have a full meal and have to bolus and then it just be become way unpredictable. And I got away with it because I still had enough energy besides the last few rounds. That was just more of a mental grind. Like I just put my head down and did it, but I still had, had enough energy. And I did also the night before have quite a big meal. We made homemade pizzas and I had a bit of pudding and that. So we did have quite a big meal. So I kind of like, if you want for a better word, carved up the night before, unintentionally though. So yeah, so that just about sums it up on that. I will say uh, thank you very much for taking the time out of your day to listen to this episode. And like I always say on this, if you're a type 1 diabetic, you're obviously wanting better blood glucose control to lead a healthier life and you're interested in nutrition and exercise, then in the show notes below is a few links. One's for my free ebook, if you want to grab that. One's for... Uh, an application for my 30-day program, 
which is designed specifically for tight ones who want to improve the blood glucose control. And then the other one is to come and join my free Facebook community group if you're on Facebook. And I'm also going to stick to link the links to the donation pages for JDRF UK and Diabetes UK in there as well. So again, gang, thank you very, very much for taking the time out of your day to listen to this. Please remember to hit subscribe and I'll catch you all in the next episode.